When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back into it, Roadshow here at the Single Barrel inside the Graduate 9th and Pee Wee. Welcome in, college football coach extraordinaire Gary Barnett with us. Coach, it's getting to that time. It's November, and uh, man, missed opportunity for the Big Red in East Lansing. I know the Buffs are trying to, to get to six, and you had a good day of college football watching last Saturday. How you doing? Uh, doing fine, Chris. I uh, unfortunately came down with the old COVID and, and uh, missed the game. I had to watch it on television. And, and you know what it showed me is how much I, I missed being there and being in the booth and doing all that stuff. So, But it was a great day for football. You know, it was a great, great football game. It was, it was incredible, all the close games that were out there. So, you know, this is about as good a year. And you consider the weather that's been out there and play that's been out there. And, of course, in our conference, in the Pac-12, it's just been outstanding every team has a chance and so it's been a good year as far as I'm concerned. The games you play in November are so critical and that's why as a coach you try to build your team up for that November run. That's when you really make your mark. So I know I would always put a big gold uh, square Mm-hmm. Our rectangle around the games in November, and that's that's when we knew we got there, man. Uh, that's when you get a, get a chance to be a champion. But you got to play. You got to be ready for the November games. Gary Barnett with us, coach. I want to ask you how, when it comes to putting your game plan together, would you try and run the football more, or I look at a team's weakness. This is what I see on film. They're not great against the pass. I'm talking about Michigan State secondary. So would you go try and? attack a team that's got bad pass defense, or would you do what you do if you're best at running the football? Well, you always have to create the best matchup you can. And Mm -hmm. so, first of all, you have to realize what you do really well, and then you also have to look yourself in the mirror and say, what is it that we don't do very well? Is that a liability? And if it is, how can we minimize the risk that we have when we call plays that are in that particular category? So uh, you, you want you look at your opponent and you see where their strength is, uh, and uh, it also it, it, the whole thing starts with your offensive line and your defensive line. You know your your offensive line versus their defense. Who is it on that side of the ball that has all the TFLs and the sacks? You've got to be able to protect against that that one guy. Is there somebody that's outstanding? If there is, you've got to you've got to double him. You've got to find ways in your scheme to do that. If not, if it's pretty even, then you, you don't have to necessarily do that. But, you know, if, if you're struggling throwing the football, you better be safe with your calls. You better be, one, um, 
put yourself in a position where you have time to throw the football, which means your protection has got to be critical. It means maybe you keep another guy in. But, uh, you know, first of all, what do you do best? Secondly, what do you do worst? Fix that as much as you can and then match it up against whatever they do. And I don't care whether you, if it's the best thing for you to throw it 50 times, you throw it 50 times if that's what, what you decide is best for you. But you've got to do it. And uh, and then your special teams have to come into play. But, um, you, you know, you, you guys are in the same position we are. You need to win one of the next three to get bowl eligible. And let's face it, that's what we're trying to do right now. You know, uh, you know, winning eight or winning seven or whatever, that's not important. It's getting the bowl game. And we have to win two of the next three, which are going to be really difficult. But, uh Everybody has to settle in on that goal, and they got to understand how important it is. And, you, you know, at this time of year, just like you guys last week, you lost that game rather than Michigan State winning it. And avoid losing the game. That's you, you, Usually when you're playing head, you know, head-to-head, it's pretty even. They can't beat you unless you help them. And uh, that's what you have to avoid. Gary Barnett's with us. Coach, uh, Nebraska didn't do enough on their own. Uh, from a turnover standpoint, big plays, they allowed it defensively. That said, there were some questionable replay moments or missed calls. And did, did that tick you off, or did were you able to move on in the moment and then address it with, with the league afterwards? And I ask this not to, to whine. I'm just curious how things with replay are still wrong or, or, or called wrong. Well, you let the league make those decisions because uh, every second you spend thinking about it, talking about it, bitching about it, it doesn't do you any good. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you just come across a whiner. So you just, uh, you know, you have to accept it because it's going to, you know, they, it goes both ways. And uh, so it's it, it's a waste of time, my concern or my mm-hmm. opinion. Coach Barnett with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, top topic this week has been about getting the quarterback to play free, and Nebraska's quarterback's a, a native Nebraskan and a tough runner and kind of a work-in-progress throwing the football. And he's had his moments, good and bad. But uh, as a guy who worked with quarterbacks uh, a ton in your career, how did you you work through some some of the, the immaturity in a quarterback with uh, with the experience part and then also the confidence part uh, as as that position coach? Because I'm sure you had guys that were super talented but would hit a wall or weren't weren't always consistent or look, looked the same as maybe they did in previous games. You don't want to regress as the season goes forward. Well, first of all, you got to know what his mind is doing and you've got to know what is it he feels comfortable doing. And what is it he doesn't feel comfortable doing? What part of your offense is he uncomfortable with? And which part of it is he really confident and comfortable with? So, And then play to that. And then take the area that he's, he's not comfortable with and subtly and slowly work on it a little bit each day. Uh, but try to avoid putting him in those positions because if, he, if he'll come out and tell you that uh, he's uncomfortable with this, this play – Man, I would stay away from it. I would go with what he's comfortable with, and uh, because his play is critical, that quarterback today is so critical. 
because you don't have – everybody doesn't have two or three backs they can turn around and hand the ball to and block up front and tight ends that can block for you and, and you know, run the ball like that. You can't do it. And so you need more than a game manager. And one, he has to realize that. And two, he's got to want to be more than just a game manager. But three, he's got to let you know what he's uncomfortable with and then get him to agree to work on that. But don't put him in those situations anymore than you have to. Coach, how about getting the guy to see the field a little bit better? Uh, there's there's plays that are open, uh, and uh, and just sometimes you, you go to the wrong receiver. Real easy to armchair that up in the booth or in the press box. But uh, what was that process for you, getting guys to be a little more patient in the pocket, even though uh, it may be dicey behind a line that's trying to get better? Well, you just have to know what he's seeing. And, uh, you know, what is he looking at? Is he looking at the right things? What's he seeing? And he may, you know, not everybody is has the vision to be a quarterback. And guys who think they're quarterbacks don't have the vision. They can stand there and all day and throw to one receiver, you know, 25 yards down the field, the same throw. But seeing everything, or the seeing, you're not going to see everything, but seeing what you need in that one-third of the field that you're trying to trying to at least get your first read into is critical. What are you seeing? And so it's a work in progress, and there's guys that naturally do it, and then there's guys that you just have to crank it and work it and crank it and work it, and, and then <laughs> wait till you get another one. You know, so uh, I mean that's part of it. Some guys like that, you know, you you can't you can't play three or four years with a guy that's that's struggling like that. Gary Barnett, couple minutes with us, Hale Varsity Radio, Coach. Earlier today, Pete Thamel uh, citing a Big Ten source, and uh, the Big Ten is continuing to to review the lengthy written responses from both Michigan, their president, and Coach Harbaugh. There's no indication as we talk of any timetable on a decision when it comes to potential Big Ten discipline in the case of Michigan's alleged sign stealing. You know, what's your what's your gut here? Do you think the Big Ten holds off for a little bit? You've got um, you got Penn State this weekend. Uh, you got Maryland the following weekend, Ohio State potential Big Ten title game, college football playoff. Uh, the the due process part. You think the Big Ten is maybe threatened by Michigan's threat of of legal action if there is a, a discipline handed down? I think they, everybody has to be really careful with this thing because there is the due diligence, there is the due process, there's all those things that have to be considered, and you, you know you can't listen to the noise on the outside, and there's a lot of noise by people who don't either one, understand it, or two, uh, are out to get Michigan in some ways. But uh, And I get, I get both sides. I really do. But the people making these decisions, they, they can't listen to all the noise. They've got to follow the due process and, uh, and you know, do it in a manner that they deem is timely. I, I really, you know, I have uh, – I'm one of those guys that looks at it and said they're going to do the right thing. They're not going to favor uh, waiting a day for Michigan to play better on Saturday. I, they're going to when when it's time to do it, 
it'll be time to do it, and that's when you do it. And you think you just got to put your trust in those people, although I know that's really hard for many people to do. Do you, Would you feel comfortable speculating? Do you think a suspension's as bad as it gets, or, you know, Harbaugh's gone for a couple of couple of more games? I mean, we're getting down to, to no games left. Well, you first of all have to prove that Harbaugh actually okayed it, knew it, and uh, had it done. Mm-hmm. If you can prove that, then I think you're probably going to look at a suspension. But um, I don't think you're going to look at anything more than that. But mm-hmm. um, you got to prove that, okay? And that isn't easy to do uh, unless you know more than I do. But uh, from what I'm reading, it's not easily done, especially if he's denying mm-hmm. these allegations. So now you have to have a due process where you, whoever it is that's trying to prove that he did it can bring forth that evidence uh, to the people that are going to make the decision. And you have to, without a shadow of a doubt, prove that that's, that's accurate. So there's a lot of things to this. It's a, it's a work in progress, and it's just like the legal any legal system. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to go through the process. Gary Barnett with his coach will hit some rapid fire. Bama minus 11 at Kentucky. Danger zone for the, 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 the Tide? No, no. Kentucky doesn't have enough. They're not playing well enough to do that. I don't worry about Alabama. I worry more for Georgia than anybody else. Well, let's go to Georgia. Ole Miss, uh, dogs at minus 10.5. Uh, Lane's right there. He's got them playing good football. He does. They don't have a great defense. And, and you know, Georgia's proving week after week that they're, they're sort of the real deal. But they're still not the great, great team that's out there. But they're they're really good. But Ole Miss can be good, too. I, I like I like Ole Miss with the points, mm-hmm. but I think Georgia wins. How about Rutgers at Iowa? Rutgers is playing really good football this year. Iowa minus one and a half. I can't believe Iowa's favored in this game. Uh, I, I like Rutgers in this game. I, I think they're playing well. They, they play good enough defense to where they don't have to worry about Iowa scoring. And so they just have to figure out a way to score. And so they can work all week on that. But I like Rutgers in this game. Tennessee minus two at Missouri. Boy, that that one's a really tough one and a good one. Missouri played, you know, they turned the ball over twice. But other than that, that they're dead even with Georgia last week. They played well. They just made those two mistakes. And um, Tennessee – is a good team. It's not a great team. They're playing at Missouri. I think Missouri wins. I think you're right. I think Missouri is really, really talented. Any surprises in the Pac-12? Uh, USC at Oregon, or uh, you've got Utah heading to Washington minus nine and a half. Uh, Oregon, Washington in danger this weekend. I don't think Oregon's in any danger, but that should be a shootout. <laughs> and uh, Washington. Washington's just due. Now, they had two close games, but I don't think Utah's got the quarterback that can make a difference in this game. So I, I think Washington and Oregon both win this game. Uh, Oregon's getting 16 and a half against USC. I think that's probably too many, mm-hmm. but I think they win. How about Michigan? They are at Penn State minus four. Michigan. Yeah. I think they've just they got too much to prove, and Penn State – even though Penn State needs this win worse than anything. Uh, and they need a good showing. But uh, we'll see what Michigan's really got. But I, I like Michigan a lot here. Maryland minus two and a half in Lincoln. Oh, boy. 
I know. I know. That's Maryland's Maryland can be dangerous. I'm afraid you guys got a problem. So it, it's it, uh, <laughs> they score a lot, man. They are talented, talented, talented. We'll see if Nebraska can get uh, get a little Husker help uh, with home field. Coach, have a great yeah. weekend. I'm glad you're feeling better, and thanks for a few minutes today. All right, Chris. Great being with you. Thanks. Good to hear from Coach Gary Barnett, Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow here at the Single Barrel. Good thoughts from Coach. Love doing the rapid fire. We'll get some insight from Danny Burke and uh, what Vegas is feeling in the sports world with the NFL and college football this weekend. Elijah Herbal, Chris Schmidt, reminder to get buckled up, hands on the wheel, eyes and mind. Straight ahead, the driver has one job. That's to drive a message from the Nebraska Department of Highway Safety Office. Coach Jeff Smith talks a little Husker hoops on the way.